Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living the the life. Welcome back to another episode of Living the Life. This is really weird because we never plan any of these, but we have moments like that where we just kind of go back and forth and I'm like, holy shit, we really are that old married couple now. (laughs) I think we should hit the road and and go on tour with all of our amazing songs. Yeah, I think it'd be lovely. What's some of your favorite songs you've made up? Well, I just make them a whole. There, there's so many to make up that I can't really think of anything. We else. we make some. I don't know about anyone else has a dog, but we definitely sing all these weird, funny songs to Loki all the time. And if anybody heard us, we would definitely be classified as very insane. Yeah, we we um, do a lot of songs about her poo, which is very yeah. strange. Also, you know, it's it's perfectly quiet. I mean, it's just Marissa and I here. And the dog. And so we have no screaming children running around or anything. And, you know, perfect setting to be doing a podcast. And as soon as we hit record, Loki decides to pick up her toy and smash it on the ground again and again and again and again. And this happens like most of the times we start recording a podcast. She knows. She's like, all right, I'm just going to stand in the background and be annoying. (laughs) We're not giving you any attention. So guys, <laughs> that was just a preview. Um, I got my first tattoo ever. Oh yeah, Kathleen got Last her first week. tattoo. So yes, yeah, so this is Marissa. Um, Kathleen is the one with the tattoo who you obviously can't see, but who was just speaking. Um, <laughs> I mean, this was my first one. So I decided to get a half sleeve and I go in. And the guy who's doing the tattoo is like, oh, wow, this is your first one? This is a big one for your first one. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, it kind of like hurt. <laughs> and I think that that's how I tricked myself into doing such a big one because I didn't know how much it would hurt. And it hurt quite a bit. Yeah, especially once they got into like under the arm and the tricep and then closer to like your elbow pit, right? Yeah, yeah. And he ended up doing that stuff like more towards the end. And I was just done at that point. Hours and hours and hours of sitting there getting scraped. And yeah, I was ready for it to be over. Yeah. Okay, but actually this is really funny. And I love this life lesson and just how this guy does this. This tattoo artist, um, he actually has like a half-finished tattoo 
that goes like halfway up his torso because he went halfway through and with all the like stuff going on to his ribs, he was like, nope, I just don't like this pain anymore. So I'm just going to leave the tattoo halfway done. I'm like, I love that to be able to be so confident in yourself that when people are like, oh, like, when are you going to get the other half done or what's going on? And also like, this is him as a tattoo artist. Like this is his job. He's like, no, I just don't want to. It's too painful. (laughs) This is not for me. Like, I love that. And I think that's such an amazing thing to remember. It's like, whatever your career is in, if you find that you're not doing it, quote unquote, the way you're supposed to, (laughs) like that's okay. Find what works for you and do that. (laughs) I, I also had to I heard, I didn't know which tattoo artist it was, but I heard that one of the tattoo artists at the place I went to likes to hide dicks in his <laughs> tattoos that people don't know about. And so I made it very clear to all the tattoo artists, because I didn't know which one it was, that while I was getting it done, that he better not hide a dick in my tattoo because I would be very not happy <laughs> about that. And then he said, oh, what about like, vagina or boobs in it i was like oh my god boobs in the clouds i was like oh god sure did you say that oh my gosh could you imagine one of these days i'm just gonna be like babe why is there boobs on your shoulder (laughs) it's better than dick yeah that's true yeah whose boobs are on your shoulder versus whose dicks on your shoulder (laughs) i mean no offense to dicks but they're not the most visually (laughs) and this is why you're a lesbian I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. That's funny. Uh, but today, what we actually want to talk about, other than getting dicks, hidden tattoos mm-hmm. on your body, mm-hmm. we wanted to actually talk to you guys about morning routine and specifically five things that you can do in the morning every day that you can build up these habits that are absolutely crucial and necessary for having the most amazing kick, awesome ass-ish day. <laughs> well, that was a very poor sentence. A very amazing kick-ass morning day. <laughs> yeah. And... I don't know about you, Marissa, but when I start my day out and there's no direction to it, and, you know, 9 a.m. will roll around, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and I haven't really done these specific things that we're going to talk about to set up my day, it I end up kind of lazing around more. I don't get a lot done. I, I don't feel as accomplished. I, I just feel like the day kind of slips away from me, and I also don't feel as energized. For sure, for sure. And... Like for Kathleen and I, we work for ourselves. We have a, like we have our structured clients, our times that we have to show up for people. But other than that, a lot of our other work, we have to consciously make ourselves show up. So if you have a job that you have to get in the car and show up to, it can be sometimes a lot easier to force yourself to get going. Um, but if you're a stay-at-home parent, if you're in between jobs, if you're working part-time, if you work for yourself, if you work at home, if you make your own schedule, sometimes it can be really hard to be like, okay, what are those things I can do to actually get myself up going, get into a good rhythm and momentum so that way you're not just wasting away your day until you have that time, that, that place that you have to show up for because there's this commitment. Like how can you actually really set up your morning so you get the most out of it? Mm-hmm. And And this is not – it's funny. Sometimes I get from people – Because I'll talk about routines, morning routines, evening routines with my job because, you know, that's part of health and wellness. And and I'll get sometimes people who will say, oh, Kathleen, I don't want to set up a routine because it feels so rigid and so like too structured. And and I like to be like flowy and and be able to do what I want. (laughs) How Kathleen just said flowy with the arm action. 
flowy. <laughs> you can tell I'm totally not that person. But if you, I like flow. Yeah. But you know what? There, it's not there to make you feel rigid and like you don't have the ability to do what you want. It actually gives you more time and more ability because you have that structure, because you've done those things to set up your day and you feel grounded and you feel energized and you feel like you know what you need to tackle for the day. It gives you more time. Like I said, rather than just kind of hemming and hawing through the morning and letting it drag out for so long, then two hours goes by and you haven't done anything. For sure. Should we jump into it? Yeah. Go, go, go. All right, so number one of five things. The first one we chose was a gratitude practice. So Marissa and I do this every single morning. Um, you, you can steal this from us or you can make your own. We ask each other, what are five things you're grateful for? So, you know, it'll often be out on our walk because uh, we do a walk in the morning as well. But We'll, we'll ask each other, what are five things you're grateful for? And then the person will say five things. And then the other person will ask, get back to them. And it just, it puts your mind into a state of positivity and gratefulness and calm and peace. And sometimes I think we forget when we have a lot of stressful things going on, we forget all the things around us that we that we have and that we should be grateful for and from a science standpoint when you put yourself and you focus your mind on gratitude it actually changes your brain waves which helps your whole body and your whole being kind of calm down so if you're someone who wakes up and tends to get overwhelmed and like as soon as you wake up and before your feet even hit the floor you're already feeling anxiety come up in your body like this definitely used to be me and like when you wake up and you direct your thoughts and focus on things that you're grateful for that actually helps regulate your nervous system, helps calm your brain and everything else. Will, it's so much easier for it to flow from there. So we're not just pulling this out of our ass. There's actually a lot of science behind this. Mm -hmm. And if you're someone like me who words really, really matter and like sometimes I can't say what I'm grateful for. Um, like there's been times before when I was like a personal trainer, Kathleen and I would be driving to Epic to, to work and I would be like crying. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for this. But I didn't feel it because I was just so at the time, either overwhelmed or disconnected or just not in a space where I was happy and connected and taking care of myself or as in some of my real lows. But in those moments when I would try to be grateful when I really didn't feel grateful, what I could switch the word to was appreciation. So if you find that gratitude doesn't work for you and the idea of a gratitude practice, you can try saying instead of I'm grateful for my job, if maybe you don't feel grateful for it, you can say I appreciate my job. Maybe you're not grateful for your kids in the moment. Maybe you're not grateful for going to the gym, but maybe you really appreciate it. So using that word can be really helpful. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's just about helping your mind get into a specific state. So that way it's easier for else, everything else to flow. So maybe you choose not gratitude. Maybe you choose a meditation or a mindfulness practice. It doesn't really matter for us. We really go back to gratitude. Often we will do meditation or mindfulness as well, but our, our staple, like the number one thing we suggest, have a gratitude practice, list five things you're grateful for, Share it on Instagram, write it down in a book, tell your friend, whatever you do, just make sure you do it. And it doesn't have to be this big, profound thing. Sometimes we're like, oh, I can't come up with five things. You can literally look around you and be like, oh, I'm grateful for the pants I'm wearing. Oh, I'm grateful for this notepad that I get to write my gratitude in. Oh, I'm grateful for this awesome pen. Like, it doesn't need to be profound, just five things you're grateful for. Yeah, especially if you're going to be like going outside. Man, I'm so grateful for pants because that would be really shitty <laughs> if you're just walking around all day without pants. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking about ugly dicks. <laughs> oh my gosh, babe. <laughs> Imagine just like a t-shirt and then there's just like a little... A little? <laughs> you do realize that not everyone who's listening has a penis. Uh, I don't know. But I'm just, if, if people were outside walking, half of them would probably have one. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we let Kathleen come up with these things. Oh. All right. So number one, gratitude practice. Number two, water. Because you're a human being and you have this body and like, what is it? 70% of you is made up of water. And, like and if... And if you wake up, you're already in a state of dehydration and your body needs water. Like this is breath. If we run out of breath, it's something after like, like within like two to three minutes where like you d- deal with really severe brain damage and you're, you're out, like you're done. That's what, how much we need air. But water after that is like, if we don't get water after a couple days, same thing, you're, you're done. Right. And food, we can last a lot longer with going without, right. Even movement, something we can go a lot longer without getting some of these things in. But sometimes we jump into our day so quickly and we forget these basics of water, especially if you're a coffee drinker, right? Like hydrate first. All you just fill up a cup of water, start with that. That kicks on so many things in your system and your body, which will help you throughout the day, physical energy wise, but also mental clarity wise. And then when you have those pieces in place, that again will help with the overwhelm. It'll help with the focus. It'll help with you being patient and calm throughout your day. Mm-hmm. It, it's been shown that I think it is if you are one to 2% dehydrated in your body, it affects you on a 10 to 15% decrease in your overall performance. So that's insane. That's like performance. Imagine how shitty your gym workouts will be. Imagine how shitty your uh, meetings for work will be. Imagine how shitty showing up as a parent will be like that. imagine how shitty it'll be walking around without pants mm, that's true yeah. Yeah, yeah i think that's gonna be shitty regardless of your hydrating yeah. <laughs> but even more so yeah you're so it has a profound impact on your performance if if i could tell you all right you're gonna do this one thing it's not gonna cost you any money and it's going to improve your performance over 10 percent what would you say oh okay cool what is that kathleen drink more water. So there's, there's so many people who, like Marissa said, they end up drinking coffee. This is totally me. And then I have a certain amount of water I'm trying to get in throughout the day. And I'm already behind the eight ball because I've drank a few cups of coffee and now it's, you know, noon and I haven't drank any water yet. So get your water in. That's number two water. What's number three? Number three is sunshine, getting outdoors, getting the sun on your skin, even if it's raining or cloudy out, it you still are able to get the sun on you. So get outside, breathe in the fresh air. It helps to reset your circadian rhythm. So it's really, really good for waking you up in the morning, but it's also really, really good for when the evening rolls around for you to actually able, you're actually able to get to sleep when you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's basically it. Just get outside. And I forget when it, uh, uh, what exactly the study is, but it's something about the, the diff, like what just simply being outside, like it outside, it's not even in the sun, but just outside period in where the sun would hit if it was coming through the clouds that what it does for you, just 10 minutes of doing that and for helping with so many different things. I forget what the study is, so never mind. <laughs> there's, but, but the difference there's between a that, study that helps you with so many different things. <laughs> 
Yes, that was very, very specific, guys. But basically, same thing. There's science behind this. Get yourself outside. Sitting inside in the sunshine is going to be not as helpful for you as sitting outside on a cloudy, rainy morning. That's, yeah. And and it's being shown that people with mental health problems, people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, getting outside helps them a ton, a yep. ton, a ton. And I know that there's so many people that are dealing with that right now. Um, I mean, especially in the last couple of years, I, I know that that's increased a lot. But uh, but yeah, if you're if you're struggling with any anxiety or depression or anything like that, getting outside, again, it doesn't cost you anything, just like the water, it doesn't cost you anything. Just get outside for a few minutes in the morning. Marissa and I, We'll, we'll take our dog out. This is the best hack ever if you're having a hard time getting outside. <laughs> I jokingly tell my clients that they should just get a puppy. And one of them actually did get a puppy. I don't know if it was because of me or not. But uh, but now he's outside walking the dog way more. I mean, the dog can't take themselves out. So you have to walk them outside. And then you get the added benefit. So I know that after we got a dog, we've been walking way more. Oh, for sure. Number four. Number four is some kind of movement and the great thing is is you compare this with number three and you can just go for a walk like if you get up and you go for a walk that's going to be you get your movement in, you get your outside time and your sun sunlight in like but movement again for your body when you wake up to get the blood flowing to turn on your different systems to get the brain functioning all these things happen so much better when you move but also even just from the the perspective of being able to keep your metabolism up, keeping, making sure your joints and everything stay stable. If you get up and you've been lying and you've been relaxed all night and then you jump right away into work stuff or sitting stuff, your body doesn't have the ability for all your muscles to engage and to turn on and to start to activate. And then that's when people end up having a lot of issues with pain all over the place because they lose stability. They lose mobility. They don't have the ability to actually still be able to move. So Whatever it is, if it's like some mornings we'll wake up and we'll go to the gym and we might not get our walk in right away, but we'll do it later. But like even if we can't get outside for the walk, like we'll do five to ten minutes of rolling, of mobility work, of just activation stuff. It's like just get your body moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Marissa said, she hit it on the head. It doesn't need to be this specific science-bound workout. Like that's great if you want to do that, but don't make it – don't make it complicated on yourself. Don't make it something that's going to be so overwhelming that you're not going to do it. It can be some bodyweight squats. It could be some mobility. It could be walking outside. It can be, you know, we, we have a, a TRX set up um, in our living room and just doing some some rows on there and some bodyweight squats. That's It can be as simple as that. Yeah. It's just about movement. Just getting in the movement. Just getting the system turned on. Last but not least, number five is writing down your three main priorities for the day. This is so, so key because sometimes we do so much in the day and then we get to the end of the day and we're like, shit, I didn't do that thing that I've been meaning to do. And so it gives you direction as to what you should focus on for the day. And Usually, I don't know about you guys, but usually for me, I am my most focused in the beginning of the day. So if I if I write those three things that are most important, then I have the most energy to get those things done. 
And then I do those and I feel accomplished. And then if I end up doing, you know, one or two more things on top of those three things, then that's just icing on the cake. But if I get those three things done, amazing. I feel super, super accomplished. And something to be very aware of when you do this is make sure that you're being realistic about these. If you're like, okay, like my top three things to do today is do an hour long workout and do all the laundry. And I'm also going to write a blog post. And on top of that, you know that you work a full-time job and you already have afternoon plans with somebody else. Like that's just not being realistic. So like ideally these three most important things are things that you can get each of them done within a half an hour because that way even if you are working a full-time job and if you're trying to sleep eight hours a night you still have eight other hours throughout the day where you can do your food do your movement do your other stuff and have an hour and a half to get really really focused on these things so if you can make these things things that are like half an hour or less that would be amazing but like sometimes it will be like i'll put like my workout and i know it'll take an hour um, and, and I think that's important too to remember is like, just because it's something that's super important, doesn't mean it has to be additional to what your normal day already looks like. Maybe your three most important things are have three meals today, go to work, put myself to bed by 10 PM. Yep. Like, like that's the thing is it doesn't have to be adding more to your day. It's just about highlighting what are the things that you know are going to make you get the most out of the day and then wake up tomorrow and have the most amount of energy physically, mentally, and emotionally, and actually just feel amazing and like yourself. So these three things that you do, this isn't about adding more onto your life necessary. It's about really, really honing in and getting focused on what's going to help me actually move myself from where I am now closer towards my goals and who I want to be and how I want to live my life. That's it. It's not about making it massive and big. It's about how can I make these three really, really important things, practice showing up for those. And if you do that every single day, pretty soon you're going to be like, holy shit, like look how much I'm accomplished. Look how amazing I feel because you're being real with yourself about what, what can I do? And a really great way to kind of like look at this is you can also do, okay, like what's one thing I can do for my body? What's one thing I can do for my mind and what's one thing I can do for my spirit? Like what's something that lights me up? What's something that's going to make me good, feel good physically? And what's something that's going to make me feel good mentally? So if you want kind of like categories or a way to make sure that you're not all focused in one area, that's the way you can diversify it too. Yeah. And, and this was a, this was a problem when I first started being a personal trainer that I would I would use things like this where, where I was getting people to focus on specific things throughout the day. And I would, I would say like, Oh, that doesn't count. Like doing your meals throughout the day, that's just something you're going to do or brushing your teeth. That's just something you're going to do. So that doesn't count. It needs to be something on top of that. But then I would get people feeling overwhelmed and like, well, I can't get all of that done. Or sometimes things come up. So I literally have a client now who her, um, one of her three main priorities typically is like take a shower. Yep. That's like, and, and that's okay. And that's actually awesome because that's something that sometimes when she gets overwhelmed, doesn't happen. And it's something that makes her feel really good and clean and ready for the day. Yeah. And I think that that's the other thing to remember too, is like, there's these five things. And like, if, yeah, if we were to like, look at this being like, okay, like how long does this take? 20, 30 minutes. You probably could kind of get through all these things. Um, but sometimes we then kind of like shame ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, like I'm struggling getting this done. And yeah, like I, do I believe the truth is that if you don't have 20 to 30 minutes to get these things done 
in your morning that maybe you aren't really kind of honoring yourself and living your best life for sure. But I've also been in that place before where I've been so overwhelmed and so consumed by anxiety or just by life going crazy or just deep emotions that I'm working through that I've definitely been there. When I was teaching my group uh, coaching programs last year at self-awareness, self-management, one of the, I still remember this, one of the sessions I was telling them like, hey guys, like I am struggling to shower. Like I haven't shaved my legs in over a month, right? Some of these things that you're like, this should, <laughs> yep. right? Like this stuff should be basic. But I think that's the other thing too, is realizing just because you can't do these five things today doesn't mean that you won't be able to do them in the future. And starting with maybe those three things in the morning be, or your, um, like your three most important things being like shower and being put myself to bed on time and being get up out of bed, period. Like that, if you do that, it will evolve and eventually you'll get to the place where you can do these five things throughout the morning. Amen. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and Marissa hasn't shaved her legs and I think it's Loki next to me. And then I realize, oh no, that's Marissa. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No, no comment. All right. So those are the five things, the five rituals or five steps to make this your best morning ever. So just to go over it, Number one, gratitude. Number two, drinking water. Number three, getting outside in the sunshine. Number four, getting some sort of movement or walk in first thing in the morning. And number five, last but not least, writing down the three most important things that you have to do in the day. So with that, we're going to let you guys have the most amazing rest of your week. And just so you know, if you want help with supporting yourself as you start to build more habits and things like this, Kathleen and I are going to be running a really cool Live in the Life Challenge. So we're going to be doing this in June in a couple weeks. I believe it's the 20th, we said, we're going to start Monday. We have to hammer down the day, but we're building it out right now. It's going to be super fun. And it's going to be a way to really take everything that Marissa and I have learned in years and years of being coaches and all the clients we've helped in building our own life. And it's going to help you kickstart yourself in living the life. And by the end of the, those five days, you're going to be feeling fucking awesome. That's the plan. So yeah, so that's going to be June 20th to 24th. That's Monday to Friday. Those are the five days we're going to be running it. Um, and it's it, completely free. It's completely free. It's going to be in the Facebook group. So make sure you click the link in the show notes, come join the Facebook group. And then from there, you can follow along and you can go through this. And we're going to be sending you guys, we're going to be walking you through this. We're helping you build the habits. We're helping you guys feel amazing. So that way it's not just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Where do I start? It's like, okay, we're going to walk you through this because when you do those habits, the same way that when you do these five things in the morning, it sets you up for an amazing day when you do the things in this challenge it's going to set you up to feel amazing that week but also give you momentum to move forward mm -hmm. into the next one so that way you really can like we're always talking about live a life which is full of health love fun and abundance yeah and, and we're going to be cheering you on the whole time you're going to be with a group that's cheering you on too it's it's way more fun to do it with like-minded people in a community setting than on your own so mm -hmm. maybe you don't have that support for living the life at home or in your friend group, but we're here to be that support and be that circle with you. Yeah. So it's absolutely free. You don't have to worry about anything. It's already all set up for you. All you have to do is show up. So there's really no reason for you to not go unless you're scared of kind of stepping into your greatness and kind of really taking responsibility for things. But if that's the case, then just take a breath, jump in, come join us because we all know that deep underneath, we really all do want to feel amazing. So yeah. And, and you know what, if you need to be called out, 
you deserve to live the life. You deserve to live the best life. So don't let your fear get in the way. That's it. All right. Have the most amazing week. Use these five things. Let us know if they're helpful and just keep being you. Keep living the life. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaways so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.